Welcome everyone to Sports 360 and 1. I'm your host, Indiana, and this account basically is going to be about football, basketball, and baseball. We're going to be going through topics, scores of the week, just go more in depth with teams and how individual players have looked. And yeah, I'm just going to give my predictions for games, and then I'll also go in depth afterwards on how games went and my power rankings of teams, and basically, just like any sports account, just give you my opinion on what's happening around NFL, NBA, and MLB. So this first segment, my very first segment, to be exact, is going to be about week three of the NFL. Uh, so for today, all the games have been played except for the Monday night game, which is what I'll end the podcast of this first episode on. So I'll give my prediction. But for right now, we're just going to go through each of the games, and I'll just give a brief summary of it. And then I'll make more podcasts going more in-depth of individual games instead of giving... I'll do, like, this overview of the whole week. But, yeah, we'll get more in-depth with some games that I think need to be touched on a little bit more. So to start, we'll go in order. We'll go with the Thursday night game. Miami at Jacksonville. Um, I like I like Miami a lot, even though they're off to a slow start, and they're still starting Ryan Fitzpatrick, which I do like him a lot. I just, as a football fan, would love to see Tua play, but I can understand why they want to keep him, at, keep him on the bench because you see with these young guys that a lot of coaches just want to keep them off the field but let them learn and develop and it's kind of good for Tua because you have an experienced veteran like Brian Fitzpatrick who has seen a lot of football and has played on a bunch of different teams so I can understand that from Miami's standpoint I just wish from a football fan that I want to see Tua play but whatever but for the game it was not very good for Jacksonville their defense looks terrible and you kind of have to expect it after the years have gone by of just losing everyone on that roster and it's sad to see what they have left but I'm not a big fan of Minshew I like the hype of him it's fun talking about him but at the end of the day I don't think he's the answer for Jacksonville and there's just way too many holes on this team and there's just they're going to be one of the worst teams in football. But Minshew will, car- will carry them a few wins this year, definitely, no doubt about that. I'm not trying to hate on Minshew. He is good in that aspect, but as a full franchise quarterback, I don't think he's the answer. But for the short-term answer of this season and maybe a couple more seasons, I think he can do the job, but he does not have a good cast around him. So kind of an expected win for Miami. I thought they would win. I didn't think they would win this big on Jacksonville, though. Pittsburgh and Houston. Houston is off to a terrible start, which you... I don't want to say you expected, but after losing DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best one of the best wide receivers, and I don't know if I'd say the best, maybe. A lot of people make that argument. But definitely one of the top three best wide receivers in all football right now. Gone. And Watson needs a little bit more help. He didn't have a terrible game, especially against a good Steeler defense like they have. I don't think he played poorly, or he, I don't think he played out of his mind either, but 
There's only so much he can do. They cannot run the ball. I So far, what I've seen from the Steelers defense, nobody can run against them. Giants had a terrible night against them. Saquon rushed for negative yards, and unfortunately, he's done for the year. But beyond that, David Johnson, 13 carries, 23 yards. That's 1.8 average yards a carry. That is insane. That is a great defensive line that they have. That Steelers defense is legit. They're elite, and everyone should be talking about them. New England and Raiders. Um, I actually thought the Raiders would give a little bit more of an effort in this game, especially after their two and zero start. They didn't look. They didn't look like the Raiders when they played against the Saints last week. But I feel like every time any team goes up to New England, they never look the same. Belichick always finds a way to outsmart the other team, and I don't know. Derek Carr didn't look bad. I don't think... Derek Carr actually hasn't looked as bad as I thought he would. He's actually starting to emerge a little bit, I think, more this year than he has in the past. I think he still needs a little bit of help around him. I think he needs one more wide receiver and maybe one more core offensive lineman. I, I just think he needs a little bit more help. And then, then then they need to work on that defense a little bit more. New England, on the other hand, I will admit I was one of the people that was not riding on the Cam Newton train to start. I don't know. I just, I'm not, I, I've always, I've always kind of liked Cam. I don't like his, I don't want to say sportsmanship. I'm going to say more of, I like his worth, work ethic. But when it comes to the before games and he dresses up kind of weird, I kind of just wish he'd keep his head straight, you know what I mean? Kind of just get down to business instead of worrying about his outfits. But so far this year, he has looked very good. And he didn't have as good of a game yesterday, but hey, he didn't need to. He They, they ran the ball yesterday, and Belichick, if he knows what's up, he will run the ball against the Raiders, and that's exactly what he did. Sony Mitchell, nine carries, 117 yards. That's 13 yards a carry. And then you have Rex Burkhead, six carries, 49 yards, 8.2 yards a carry. And he had two touchdowns on the day. This Raider defense could not stop the run. And Cam Newton only had to throw the ball 28 times. He didn't have to do too much. Kind of just, just work the offense is what he had to do. Just get the system down, and that's what he did. And that's all it took to beat the Raiders. Unfortunately, they didn't give as good an effort as I was hoping. Maybe they'll bounce back week four. Bengals and Eagles. Holy crap. Well, everyone, I know you're going to hate me, but I hate myself because I'm an Eagles fan. <laughs> and this game was amazing if you're a Bengals fan and absolutely terrible if you're an Eagles fan. Joe Burrow looked phenomenal. 31 attempts or 31 completions for 44 attempts. 312 yards, two touchdowns. This defense for the Eagles isn't... They're a little overrated, but they're they're not bad. When you have to go up against Slay and that good defensive line, that, that had to be hard for Burrow, and he definitely showed his promise as future franchise, and there's a reason why he was the number one pick in the draft. As for the Eagles, <clears throat> um, there's a lot wrong with them. Carson Wentz is is just not off to a good start. 
I don't know what the problem is with him. I don't know if he'll... I think he'll bounce back. I don't think he can do this bad. Because he just looks terrible. He has six interceptions this season already. And he hardly ever would throw interceptions last year. Or even in the four years... Four previous years in the NFL. Other than his rookie season. But I'm not going to bash someone for their rookie season as much. But he looks flat out terrible and the Eagles were they had a great plan in the beginning they were running the ball and Miles Sanders had 70 yards within like the first quarter and a half or it might have even just been the first quarter and then they stopped running the ball and then everything went terrible and then and yeah and then it just went flat they did tie the game it got to overtime if you guys didn't see how the game ended Philly had the ball and they're about to kick a 59-yard field goal with about 15 seconds left. And then one of the Eagles' offensive linemen did a false start. And then it was a 64-yard yard field goal, so the Eagles just decided to punt and end on a tie. They could have went for it on 4th and 7, but they decided to play it safe, not go for it, because it would have gave Cincinnati the ball about midfield with about 10, 15 seconds left. So maybe you could have tried to do an out route, get it within to like a 55-yard field goal, but... They played it safe, and they punted. On to Chicago and Atlanta. Um, I like. I like Chicago. Chicago's fun to watch. If you, if, um, well, it's not fun to watch Trubisky, but they're a they're a three and zero, and I don't think anyone was expecting them to go three and zero. It hasn't been a pretty three and zero, and they're probably one of the worst three and zero teams. But I, I like watching them. And and I think we're all used to the Falcons blowing their leads after being up. I forget what was it, twenty six to twenty six to ten. I think, I believe, yeah. And then they got outscored twenty points in the fourth quarter. Nick Foles came in off the bench and he looked pretty good. He was off to a rocky start, threw a pick, but then after that, he scored three touchdowns, took the lead, and that defense for Atlanta choked, and that offense for Atlanta. Every time I looked, Chicago would score, and then it'd be like a three and out for Atlanta. I don't know why they couldn't, they could not move the ball in the fourth quarter, and it was unfortunate for them. And as much as I feel bad to be an Eagles fan sometimes, it must really stink to be an Atlanta fan because holy cow, that was two weeks in a row, two weeks that you couldn't get it done. I would not expect Dan Quinn to have a job after this year. I don't, they probably won't make the playoffs. I don't think they. I don't think they're going to make it after starting zero three in that tough division. But I don't know, Dan Quinn, you're on the hot seat. And speaking of who else is on the hot seat, probably the hottest of them all, um, the Jets and Colts. I think we all know what happened. I don't really need to go through this one, but. Jets are terrible. Jets will probably be the worst team in all of football after this season's over. I could see them having the first overall pick. I don't know why the Jets ever fired or hired Adam Gase because it did not work out in Miami. And I don't know why they think it was going to work out in New York. I don't know why teams think that all the time. They think a coach can do good on their team after they did terrible on another. Yeah, I can understand. Maybe they didn't have the cast. Or maybe they have, like, I don't know. It was a 
Miami, so maybe they just thought... Actually, I don't know. I don't think... I don't know why they think like that. But it wasn't good. Yesterday's game was terrible. Darnold threw three interceptions, but I'm not even going to blame him because this team is flat-out terrible. And Adam Gase will be the first coach fired this year. Mark my words. Detroit and Arizona. um, Upset, probably, of the week, you could say. Detroit winning by three with a go-ahead field goal in the fourth quarter. Um, I'm not a big buyer on the Cardinals yet this year. A lot of people think they're Super Bowl contenders. I don't think they're quite there yet. I do like, of course, the DeAndre Hopkins pickup. I think it's good for Kyle Murray. And a lot of people think Murray has potential MVP this year, and I'm not buying that either. He did have three interceptions yesterday against a sorry Detroit team. But, hey, props to Detroit going to Arizona and getting the win. But I don't know. I think they, they'll, of course, I think Cardinals will bounce back. It was just an off day. But at least Stafford finally gets a win because he deserves it out of anyone, I think, in the NFL. So I see Cardinals bouncing back. Hopefully they get things going after this home loss. But, yeah, on to week four for them. I think they'll win next week. Tennessee and Minnesota. Uh, This was a very good game, if you guys didn't watch it. But, holy cow, Goskowski, wasn't he six for six? What a legend. After going, like, one and four to start week one, he goes six for six. And he hit a long of 55 yards. He was hitting bombs this whole game, and he was awesome. If any of you guys had him in fantasy, you're probably the happiest fantasy owners of him right now. You might have dropped him, though, after week one where he did terrible, so I don't expect many of you to have him, but if you did and you started him, good for you because he was on for week three. As for the Vikings, uh, slow start. Kirk Cousins not looking good once again. He did have three touchdowns, but 16 for 27, and he had two picks. Good thing is, though, Dalvin Cook looks good. 22 carries, 181 yards, 8.2 in average. That's really good. And the good thing, too, is Justin Jefferson, good rookie promise. Seven catches, 175 yards, and a touchdown. So at least you have promise in your young, drafted wide receiver in Justin Jefferson from LSU. San Francisco and New York Giants. Um, I was hoping the Giants would give a little bit more of a effort for this game because with Bosa being out and Garoppolo, unfortunately Bosa's out for the year. Hopefully he heals quick and it's terrible news. And But with Garoppolo out, I thought the Giants would give a little bit more of an effort or I thought they'd make it a little bit more competitive. I didn't expect it to be 36 to 9, but San Fran had 29 first downs. 29 first downs compared to the Giants 13. Their third third down efficiency, San Fran was 8 for 12. San Fran looked good. San Fran looked really good for having a backup quarterback and but they did face the Giants and once again that O-line doesn't look good. Does not look good. Devontae Freeman, I don't know if that gig is going to work. He had five carries for 10 yards to an average, but 
Hey, how about Nick Mullins? He had a good game, 343 yards and a touchdown. Uh, but, yeah, hopefully uh, the Giants can, I don't know, turn some things around. Jones didn't have a good day, but how could he? He doesn't have any help on that team. The only person I like other than Jones is, of course, Saquon, but he's out the year. But I li- I really like Darius Slayton. That kid is good. And I like the connection between Jones and Slayton. But it wasn't working out yesterday uh, against Sam Fran. Washington football team and Browns. Um, This was actually kind of a cool game to watch. It was kind of like Washington's D-line versus Browns offense. And Browns offense won for the day. They only allowed two sacks, uh, Browns did, against that D-line. So they played pretty good. Haskins didn't have a good day through three interceptions, 21 for 37 on the day. Uh, But Baker looked okay, 16 for 23. He didn't do too much this game. They kind of relied on the run game. Chubb and Hunt combined for a total of 35 carries for 164 yards. So, or excuse me, 154 yards. But yeah, they look good. Uh, Chubb averaged 5.7 a carry. He had 108 yards on the day. And unfortunately, Hunt only averaged 2.9. He had 46 on the day. Uh, but yeah, not much from the passing game from the Browns. They relied more on the run game for this game. And yeah, if it's working, you keep it going because it was working the whole day and it was closer in the beginning. I think Washington, yeah, Washington had the lead, but after being up seven, nothing in the first quarter, they were down 17, seven and a half time. They gave up 17 unanswered. It was kind of a weird game because in the one quarter, so first quarter, Washington was up seven, nothing. Then they got outscored 17 to zero. And then they outscored the Browns by 13 in the fourth, or in the third. And then Browns outscored them by 17. It was just one quarter, one team would shut the other one out, and then it'd flip-flop, and then, but the Browns would score more in their quarters. Browns scored 17 in the second and 17 in the fourth to get their 34. And Washington scored their 7 and 13 in the first and third quarter to get 20. But it wasn't a bad day for Washington if... Haskins could just work on the touchdown to turnover or interception ratio. He was keeping it a little bit. When he played uh, against Philly in week one, he was a little bit more. Um, he wasn't trying to push the ball as much, and he might have been doing that. I didn't really get a full glimpse of the whole game, but he still threw in three interceptions, so maybe he'll bounce back or he'll come back. Browns are finally over 500, so congratulations to Browns fans. So, it's not looking terrible for Browns, and Baker is looking a little bit better than what he has in week one. Buccaneers and Broncos. Uh, I think we all kind of expect the Bucks to win this game. Drew Lockout, and then Broncos have just Jeff Briscoe in. That was just hard. It would have been hard for him to come in. I don't really think any of us could have seen him coming in and beating Brady's Buccaneers, but... It was, and there's nothing more you could really say. Brady looked a lot better than what he has in a few weeks. He finally didn't throw in a pick six, or he didn't have any interceptions. 25-38, he had three touchdowns. Uh, Chris Godwin, I, th- I believe, came back for this game. I think he was out week two, and he did have a touchdown. He scored the first touchdown of the game for the Bucks. So, yeah. Leonard Fournette, I thought they were going to use him a little bit more. He only had seven carries, 15 yards. He didn't have a good day. I'm kind of waiting for him 
to get more involved. I thought he would get a little bit more involved this week. I think they will. Buccaneers are starting to look like they're coming together a little bit more. They're starting to look like they're getting their rhythm going. Everyone's coming back. No one's really getting hurt. Well, everyone's coming back from their injuries, but yeah, it was just a good win. It was like just come in, beat Broncos, but on to week four for Bucks and Broncos. Hopefully, Broncos can win their first game of the season, week four. Panthers and Chargers. Uh, I was expecting the Panthers to win. I was ho- I was hoping they would beat the Chargers. It was very close, though. So. Teddy Bridgewater looked looked pretty good. He was twenty two for twenty eight, so good completion percentage, and he had a touchdown and a. 235 yards um i like herbert has looked pretty good so far he he almost threw 50 attempts this past week he had 330 yards a touchdown and interception i like herbert he he's looked pretty good so far and i wasn't a big fan of him but in the last two games he's given tough games to the chiefs and the now the panthers unfortunately they haven't been able to win either game but he hasn't looked bad. He hasn't looked bad. And Keenan Allen, fantasy owners, 13 receptions, 132 yards and a touchdown. Looks like him and Herbert are starting to get that duo connection going. Unfortunately, though, I think the Herbert thing is soon about to be up. I think Tyrod Taylor is about to come back in. So, yeah, unfortunately. Rams and Bills. Uh, Man, this was a crazy game. Um... Bills were up by a ton. What was what were they up by? They were up by like twenty. There was what was it twenty three, and they blew the game. And then they ended up going on the game winning drive. It was awesome. The Rams are legit. I don't care what anyone says. The Rams are legit, and so are the Bills. The Bills defense. Well, I was hoping the Bills defense would. I thought there was going to be a low scoring game. And I thought the Rams would actually win because I think the Rams' offense is a little bit better than the Bills. Just a smudge better. But Allen is looking really good. Four touchdowns, only one interception, 311 yards. Uh, It took Goff and the Rams a little bit on offense. It took them two quarters to finally get it going. They only had three points in the first half, and they had to rely on getting all 29 of theirs or they had to get 29 of their 32 points in the second half. So it took them a little bit too long, but both teams are really good. I think both these teams make the playoffs. I I really like the Rams. I really like the Bills, and I cannot wait to see the Bills versus New England. That's going to be an awesome game. This one was probably one of the best games of the week, other than the Rams. I think the Rams were really good. Games look really good, but Seattle and Dallas. This was awesome. Seahawks were uh, mainly winning the entire game, and then Dallas took the lead in the fourth, and of course, Russell Wilson being Russell Wilson goes on game-winning drive, and he is going to win MVP. I, I cannot see anyone beating him for MVP. He has 14 touchdowns, 14 touchdowns in three weeks. He threw five touchdowns yesterday, 27 for 40, 315 yards. He looks amazing. And Lockett and Metcalf are two amazing wide receivers. Unfortunately, Metcalf had that little blunder where he fumbled the ball into the end zone because he let up a little bit and kind of started celebrating too early. But the good thing is Seattle ended up winning, so it's just a learning moment for Metcalf. But Dallas looking good. 
they're one and two, but they played some tough teams in the first few weeks. So I'm expecting their record to start going up because I don't think you get a harder three weeks than what Dallas has had. But yeah, it was that was an amazing game. It was really good. And then you had the night game, uh, Packers and Saints, both without their star wide receivers. Devontae Adams was hurt last night, and so was, of course, Michael Thomas. And it was basically who the better quarterback could play. And both Rodgers and Breeze had pretty good games. Both had three touchdowns, both threw for 280-some yards. And, yeah, it was it was a really good game. Um... I'm not sure about Breeze, though. He had a good game. I just don't know how it's going to work. I I don't think the Saints can win at all with Breeze. Every time I turn it on or watch it, it's just Kamara going out to the flat, getting a screen pass, and they deserve to pay Kamara for his money because, holy cow, he has done a lot for them. And if they didn't pay him and he would have got traded or something, this Saints team... I don't even think they would have put a, this close of a fight yesterday. Kamara looks really good, and they needed to pay him because it's just checkdowns to Kamara. But I don't think they can win it all with Breeze. Unfortunately, I don't, he doesn't have the arm for it. He can't throw it too far down the field. But this that's what I think cost him the most, and neither one of their defenses showed up last night. It was basically a shootout between the two, and... Green Bay had 10 points in the fourth quarter on, like, the Saints three, so that's what won the game. Other than that, it was tied after three quarters, and it was really close, but Green Bay pulls it out. They're 3-0. and Saints are 1-2. and Now, one more game left in the week, and that's tonight. It's the night game, Chiefs versus Ravens. I'm going to take – I'm going to do my predictions, and I'm going to start doing this from now on. I'll do my predictions for the week. And I'll also do, like, the game reviews like I'm doing right now. So next week I will. But tonight's prediction, Monday Night Football, I'm going with the Ravens. I don't – this Ravens team is looking really good. Uh, The Chiefs had a close one last week against the Chargers. I'm not going to take that against them, of course. But I just don't think in this week three that the Ravens will lose. I think they'll win. I I don't think – it will be a blowout either. I think it's going to be like a two-possession game. I think they'll win by 10. My prediction is like 31 to 20, something like that, something around there. So it will be a fun game to watch, though. I'm definitely going to watch it. We'll see how both uh, Mahomes and oh my goodness, uh, Jackson will look tonight. I think it'll be an awesome quarterback game, though. I don't think it's going to be defense. I think it's going to be offense tonight, which I feel like a lot of the games this week were mainly offense. It hasn't really been that low scoring of a week, except for the Jets, but that's the Jets. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's just my predictions for the week. I'm going to do baseball stuff, too, now that they're getting playoffs. I'm going to talk about NBA and the finals with that. And so, yeah, it's been a great first podcast. Um, I'll probably have another one later tonight of more in-depth in some of the games. Like, I'll do, like, three games of podcast and just go in-depth with those three games. And so, yeah, I'll just 
see you guys later. Hopefully you enjoyed my first ever sports podcast and looking forward to many more on this account.